Welcome again to the Good Girl Podcast. I am your host, Victoria Tori, whatever you want to call me. This is the regular that we have every week, the incredible, the funny, the beautiful Marquia. What's up? I'm just <laughs> Okay, yeah. As you can see, we have two men here. <laughs> I'm, a- I'm a man. <laughs> this is a man, this is a man. This is the first time that we have ever done this. So I am super excited. This is Kyle to my right and Jonathan to my left. These are guys from different walks of life, different perspectives, and I'm so excited to hear what they have to say yeah. about dating and sex and anything else we want to talk about. So let's get straight into it. So over at lunch, we were talking about what Kyle calls it. What is it? The, the shine? shine? The, it's, the shine called the, it's called theory. the shine theory. The shine oh, shine. Theory. Sorry, the shining, you know. No shining. We're not doing any murdering in hotels. So we discovered that men have this chart. It's not a chart. It's a scale. And they both agree that all men use this number system to place us in, us females. So I want want us to talk about this. Go. Well, if we want to get into the semantics of the the, uh, the scale, it's the 1 to 10 scale. So... Here's the facts. The facts, every guy uses this 1 to 10 scale to judge a woman based on physical attractiveness. Um, it's terrible. We're awful people, and we both agree on that fact. Do we agree on that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, we, we're terrible people, but this is just this is the guts of how we think. So, you have your 1 to 10 scale. And they do not agree with this. Well, they don't agree. Oh, but and I will say that Kyle is not necessarily a churchy dude. I'm not a churchy dude. I, I, I'm a spiritual guy. I'm not necessarily a religious guy, if that makes any sense. It's not the guy you're going to find at youth group that's going to ask you out for coffee. Negative. The I'm guy not. who'll ask you out at a bar. I'm going to ask you out at the gym if you, can, the gym. If you can bench yeah, press. Sorry, so I, I just want them to know who you are. He's my neighbor. He lives just right, right there in my backyard, pretty much. Yeah. He used to bring yeah. me pizza. We would meet in the middle when he was training me. But I'm slacking. Okay, go. Okay. Shine theory. Shine theory. So, 1 to 10, you can be placed on this scale of pure physical attractiveness. Everyone on this couch and chairs right now, we have a number on that 1 to 10 scale. (laughs) We do. You do, you do, you do, and I do. Okay? Now, the, the issue here is when you're dating, you know, obviously, you have a number and your partner has a number. My opinion is that women like to date men that are a little less attractive than they are. That's what I believe happens. Women like to date less attractive men than they are. Slightly less attractive men. Um, let's say a woman is an 8 out of 10. That's a pretty good, that's a pretty good score. She's not going to want to be with a guy who's a hard 9.5. Yeah. I want to be with you if you're I disagree, 15, but whatever. For what, 20? Or 100? But why? Okay, let's say, I'm going to ask you a question. Let's say you go to a wedding reception. See. Okay, and you're dating ASAP Rocky, who is ASAP ASAP Rocky. She's dating as as soon as possible Rocky. Okay, who's a great-looking dude? No homo. Hashtag. 
Hashtag no homo. Um, you want people to talk about you and how good looking you are, don't you? How you look so pretty tonight, right? I don't care. You don't care? No. What I want more, though, I is them to be like, ooh, her man is fine. But, yeah. But and you guess want... what? He's mine. Okay, question. If there are ten compliments and nine of them are about your man, how are you going to feel about that? I would that? rather them think who I'm with is something than them think who I'm with Ooh. No, you're totally. Like, she's, she's, ugly. Ugly. she's way too beautiful. Oh, for what that. is she doing? She you could do be better, a, honey. Oh, she must be an insecure girl. Um, no, I kind of agree with Kyle on that. Like, a girl is not going to want her man to be getting more compliments than her. Every girl doesn't care but, about compliments, though. True, that's true. But everyone likes compliments. That's sure. why everyone likes likes on Instagram, which is lesser form of a compliment. Sure. So. Oxytocin all the way. People love it. We're addicted to it. I think that the scale, though, there's more things that come into play. For example, let's say an eight guy physically, he can bump real quick up to a nine simply by the way he carries himself, how he talks, his job, his history. Yeah. And he could go way down to a six, five, We're or whatever. We're not going to be with bumps. Based off of, like, hey, he doesn't do anything. He's, uh, he doesn't even talk right. He has a super high-pitched voice that makes me feel like my mom's talked to him. I don't know. There's so many things that come into play with the scale, even for women. Like, women's like, oh, she's, she's uh, like uh, eight or something. But right? we don't use numbers. But then she's super challenging, and she's awesome. And she <laughs> we has don't a, use numbers. We don't go, that girl is an eight, honey. Mm-hmm. No, no, we just no, no. see how ratchet it's her hair is. It's more of a guy she thing. She's six now. No, it's more of a guy. I think the numbers is more of a guy it thing. It is. But it's, it's, either way, even if you don't I like it, it's happening. And it never. liked someone because they were less than me. Not, I'm not saying that. They, but they make you feel good about you, right? Exactly. Yes, but it's not, not because, because they're, they're less. lower than me. It's be that's not it's the because point of how at they all. treat you. They make you feel good about you because of how they treat you, not because you're less than honestly. Right. I don't right. really even think about it. I just like them. But there's a lot. But you said you wouldn't want to be with someone super metro because why? Because he's taking care of himself instead of taking care of you. He's like, oh, is my hair good? Is my you know? Do I need to put more cream? No, on? Yeah, your she hair's said great, bro. she doesn't want yeah, him right. taking more time doing his self than she takes to do herself. But why does that even... Well, it's saying so, the same thing. But there's no there's no numbers involved. It's not like, you, if you are a issue, seven because you're taking too long in the mirror today. If your today. only issue is numbers, then, <laughs> then all you want it. is a reconstruction of the language of what we're already talking about, but it's the exact same principles. Maybe the principles are there, but the numbers, they just... Don't you just don't like numbers. I then you just, just rearrange the language. Women really we don't really think, think about that kind of stuff. We just like them. Maybe just like blue, because we yellow, like Blue, yellow, purple. I think like that, I think that every female watching this, maybe at a sub... Yeah, it's a subconscious level. You judge a guy when you see the guy. This is what I think I about think this guy I think we pick out attractive yes. features about yes. a dude when we, we do. guys. We do. Of course you do. But I'm not like dogging him like, ooh, bro. No, we're not dogging. We're not talking about dogging. I'm not dogging Honestly, guys, anybody. it's in the way you approach the woman. That's when we really start judging you. Yeah. So like when, when, when I so, so when I slide in those DMs, what do you want from me? To say, hi, how are you doing today? That's super lame. It would never work. Okay, but I don't want you sliding in my DMs. Like, what like, a horrible pickup line. Wait, wait a second. What do we want? Well, okay, when uh, I slide in DMs, I'm going to just, I'll share my secret for you ladies. Um, I don't think I'm ever going to slide in your DMs because you guys are like super young. <laughs> you probably will though. Well, maybe in like 10 years when I'm 40 um, and you guys are like in your 20s. But here's what I do. This is the smart man's way to slide into a DMs. So you're going to wait for a story. 
Okay, you don't want to get in there cold because if you're sliding in that DM cold, it's probably not going to work. So you're going to wait for a story that she posts, like of her dog or something, you know, and you're going to say, wow, that's a really cute dog. That's lame. What's its name? That's not lame. It's, it works he's constantly. It's constantly. And you're not going to be, like, say it's a selfie. You know, yeah. you don't want to comment on that because you're going too, too hard on the physical aspect. You don't want to do that. You want to sneak in there with something that isn't the physical aspect. That's what you're worried about in the end, let's be honest. Sorry, I'm so sorry. This Dangerous man here. He knows too much. I know too much. He's actually so playing the field. So He's you go there in there with a really kind of a, an innocent comment, you know? Oh, that dog is so cute. What's what's its name? <laughs> oh, its name's blah blah. And then oh, that's so great. So what do you like to do? I would instantly think that Boom. you were gay. Over. I would instantly think you just want to be my friend. Yeah. You want to know what my dog's name is? Oh, that's cute. Well, that's the thing. You, you walk your dogs in San Francisco? He loves that's dogs. That's the point. Oh, exactly. That's the point that you would think, you know, innocent, so you let your guard open a little bit. He's like, hey, I actually have a dog, and I'm actually no, going to this dog like, park. You want to go, like, meet up at this dog park? That's called, uh, I'm disarming you is what I'm doing. Dis true. I'm disarming you, ladies. Don't let a guy disarm you. Be on the lookout for those I will DMs. say that I don't agree with much that Kyle says, but he is on here... For perspective. Well, he's he's providing his strategy to slipping in Both the DMs. Both of them right now. And that's actually very true. I mean, honestly, you're disarming them. You gotta... What do you mean by disarming? Yeah. Well, you don't want to go in too hot. And you don't want them to think that you're hitting on them immediately. So you don't want to be too aggressive. Think about all the DMs aggressive. with the selfie. She puts a selfie in and she's showing some cleavage or something. And you DM her automatically, if she's not at that same level of traction as you, for, then she's yeah. not going to respond. I agree yes. with that. All I the guys were like okay. DMing her for that. And you have to think of the amount of DMs these girls are getting. Like, if this girl has 10,000 followers and she posts a selfie, guess, how, guess what? She's got probably at least 20 or 30 DMs. So you have to try yeah. to stand above those other guys who are just going, you are so beautiful. You know, stuff like that. You guys like when you get those DMs from weirdos yeah. that you don't know? You like that? <laughs> yeah. Like broken English, like you ha hot, fire fire. Like they clearly English isn't their first language, and they have one profile pic. No, you don't like that. You don't like that, do you? Do you like that? No, I mean, but I appreciate when people are kind. Yeah. Okay, well we're not going creepy. Creepy and kind are really creepy. No, guys, don't be creepy. Don't be a freak. But you also don't have to have this like mastermind of a plan. Yeah, but we do. What do girls, what do you girls uh -huh. think that girls are actually looking for? Like in a dude? No, not in a dude. Oh. Like, what are, what are they looking to get from a guy? They want to be hit on. They want to be loved. They want all of these okay. loving things. Like in approach or? Just in general. Like, this is what a girl wants to happen. And this is how a girl wants it to happen. Well. And restate my question, so. I'll let you go first, my kid. You're young and fresh. And then you guys will have a response to that to say what you think girls actually are looking for. What you believe. Yeah. Oh, I know. Also, we're not we're not speaking for every female, but we are females, so obviously we do represent girls. But I mean, for me, what I think a girl would want from a dude, especially if it's a dude who's trying to approach her, um, I just feel like we really just want like to feel like we're respected. I don't want to feel like I'm a, when a guy is sliding in my DMs or whatever. I don't want to feel like it's like he just wants like something from me. Like you just 
want to have sex or you just I just want to tell you about how great your dog is. Yeah, but like you guys have like a master plan to yeah, break right. us down. But you don't know whatever that. Whatever it is, like what what is that? Like what do you need a master plan to talk to somebody for? If you're gonna if you want to talk to me, pretty easy to just talk to down. me. Yeah, you don't have to do we're that. Like, you don't need to have a plan. Just you want to have a normal conversation? Just come in my DMs and say just be normal. Just be normal. Just yeah, be don't normal. be weird. You don't have to. I'm gonna. Oh, she posted a picture of her feet today. I'm gonna tell her your toenails look nice. What's your nail polish color? That's like, true. I want to have a conversation we're, with we're you. We're dissecting no. in hindsight what it's like, right? So I, you never really approach like, oh, I'm gonna wait till she posts something like la la la, and you're like, it's super. No, no, it's, it's weird. You guys it's just an organic make, listen, thing that men you're like, make it feel like it's like a game. Like the, the way y'all are talking about it is like this is the game, and she and I am the player, and this is my character. It's like no, that's that. Okay, but the Ladies are like, oh, us. this is my life, and it's like a Hollywood movie, and I want it to look like that. So, I mean... I mean, some girls, maybe, but then of some girls. of us are just normal, and we just want to have a normal conversation. So, you want, so you want somebody to slide in your DMs with a, hi, how are you? Sure. Go for and, it. And you're going to be receptive to that? And I'm today? probably going to be like, I mean, if I go to his profile and he's looking like, okay, he's not looking if like... he's looking okay. So, scrub, if he's like a, what, like a six... Looking, I mean, okay. if he's looking like he lives like in a hut on the side of the street, then I might be like... Oh man, this is kind of sad. We do look at like, you. I don't know. Messages. Yeah, we definitely we go decide. to your profiles and look so, at you. So, this is what I don't like is when I'm I someone writes me a novel. Yes. No. Don't about do that. Why they're getting ready to tell me what they're going to tell me and how brave it is, and I'm just going to put this out there, and and I don't even know who this person is. That's what I don't like. Yeah, I'm not gonna way read too that. much, way too fast. Just try to get to know me. Yeah. And if I don't respond. Yeah, it can be awkward though. It's like, hi, how are you? I'm good. How's your day? Yeah, you know, I don't think saying that hi, DMs how are you is a good start. Honestly, I'm starting to, to agree someone? with the cat or with the dog thing. Like saying something that I mean, you can be interesting and not to know someone over Instagram, though, is impossible. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's why. It's not yeah, I mean, so honestly, like, if you're trying to, to talk shows, to me over social media, go I'm probably not going to talk to you anyways. Well, there's a quick... Like now, listen, there's, a, there's like stepping stones to like communication now. So you slide in the DMs, right? Say you don't have their number, you don't have them on Snapchat, you, you don't really know each other. Um, you followed the girl because she was hot and you had some common friends, right? You slide in the DMs. Few messages are, are you know tossed between the two of you. You have decent chemistry. What are you gonna do next? I'm gonna ask for the number as soon as I possibly can because if I get the number, then I get the Snapchat too, and then I'm gonna take the Instagram. Why do you want the Snapchat? For because pe chicks use Snapchat. Like I'm old. I'm 32. Why do you really want the Snapchat? Oh, I don't want it for nudes. You can't even save the nudes um, without them knowing it. So it's a really horrible thing to do. Um, <laughs> I'm getting my nudes over, uh, you know, iMessage because, you know, that's a classier thing to do. Of course. I'm kidding. I'm not getting nudes. Not unless I ask for them. Nudes are not classy. <laughs> but anyways, back to the original, original statement. You have to escalate communication. I mean, do you sure. agree? Sure. You can't just stay on Instagram. You have to get to Snapchat. Then you got to get to, you know... I, I feel like you need to get straight to meeting the person in, in person, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I got a, a so I met this one girl at church, and there was chemistry. And for all the church people, y'all need to hurry up, ask the girl out as soon as you can if you like someone. 
right? I don't think you should wait a long time. I'll see you next week. I'll see you, you know, every weekend. No, just go ahead and ask her out. So anyways, there's this girl. We were kind of talking at church and I decided, all right, today I'm going to ask for her number. And, um, and I, and she leaves and I'm like, oh, I better leave. I'm going to catch her in the parking lot, right? And so I go, I'm, I'm at the parking lot. And then as I'm walking up to her, this other guy, this tall ginger just comes up to her and like, whoop, and I just turn around. He starts talking to her. Sure enough, they get married. They start going out. But that escalated quickly. It escalated so quick. Congrats. And I was like, not you, guys. It should have been his. You. It was such a fat. Yeah, it was, he snatched it, man. And um, He saw it open and he was like, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to talk to him. And that's the thing. Any yeah. girl that you're eyeing, somebody else is probably eyeing too. Because if, you're, if, sure. if no one's eyeing her, then. If it's you, a good girl, yeah. Yeah, she probably exactly. has a bunch of guys that want her. Right. So mm-hmm. someone's going to snatch her up in the, in the parking lot. You know, and you better you better get Somebody's on. Somebody's gonna snatch you up in the parking lot. Be careful, ladies. <laughs> no, you're right. The worst thing is watching you parking lot. I like. I used to be terrified of like asking women out. I don't know because it's the rejection. It's the fear of rejection. But right. at this point in my life, like I'm fire. I'm shooting my shots. You know, I don't care. Like, Miss what's the worst that's gonna happen? Don't take, I am out. 32. I'm glad that you made that very. Uh, you're 29, right? I am. That's kind of old too. <laughs> Not as old as you, though. Not quite. Not as young as me. I'm still winning. I'm aging very beautifully, as you ladies can see. You don't know what I used to look like. Like fine wine. Like a 1955 Cabernet Sauvignon. Don't drink. (laughs) Drinking is bad. For the gains. Yeah, the gains. It actually opens up your blood vessels. But uh, anyways, that's beside the point. That's for the guy podcast later. Well, I kind of piggyback what you were saying. Like, when we kind of talked about this earlier... It's almost like with social media these days, like you, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of the girls watching this watch like The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Um, but it's almost. No. I terrible you do. show. Yeah, I terrible. Love that show. I hate that show. Terrible. I love that show. And women, it's hilarious because women love to watch that show, but obviously, like. But they hate dogs. They hate guys who sleep around with girls, but they love to watch this one guy sleep with I, all I don't, of the I girls. I approve of how they live their lives, but it's fun TV. It's, it's good entertainment. It's, it's good very entertainment. entertaining. Would you go on The Bachelor? Like, no. if you wouldn't do it, why not? I I would be too afraid. I wouldn't like any of them. No, that's the why The Bachelor. So there's just one guy though. Like, <laughs> I'm not asking The Bachelor. Right? Like, I thought I would like them. Yeah. If you were just on The Bachelor, so there's only one guy. Would you go on that? Huh? Just if you were on The Bachelor, you, there would be one guy, and you'd be battling women. Would you go on that? I would probably not like him. So no. Okay, well, that's fair enough. I would go on The Bachelorette all day. I would love that. Yeah. I, I think that would be a fun thing to do. But I would literally hate would all of those know? guys. I'm not in the drama. No, I would, I, no way. Okay. I don't compete in that. Like, I'm, I'm not a very competitive person in general. Mm-hmm. I like to, to be my best. But when it comes to being better than someone else, I'm very unattractive to that idea. So I try to, like, I love to lift, but I've never, I know I would never be as big as Kyle over here. And I'm okay with that. I don't beat myself up about it. I like to compete in jiu-jitsu, even though I know I'll probably never be a world champion. And yeah. though that's Dude, sucks. my hair will never be as good looking as yours is. That's just <laughs> beautiful hair. Just look at this hair. Yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody. Zoom into his hair. When I met you for the first time, I was like, God, look at this dude's hair. I can't <laughs> believe this. It's turning into a brilliant. Oh my gosh. He's looking at his hair and he's looking at He's got face. great he's hair. Looking at your arms. <laughs> no, I make it a point on like, I'm just not a, a super competitive person. Sure, in general. yeah. So that so kind of show wouldn't work for me. I mean, would. it just wouldn't. 
I would do it because I have a horrible, like, mean streak when it comes to, like, I'm better than that guy. And it's super wrong. It's horrible. <laughs> Probably yeah. be good TV. It would be good TV, but, yeah. I, you know, I, I do that, like... Yeah, you should read us your Tinder bio. Do you want to know my Tinder bio? Yeah, let's go. Be careful, because you're uh, recording on that. Mm. Oh, wait, you can't. Oh, I can't. Maybe you can kind of remember what it says. Um, basically, my Tinder bio is, like, uh, well, it has my height, which is six foot, but... Apparently, I could change. I'm, but it's not. I, I give up my secrets now, homie. Sorry. Keep that down on the down low. He, I mean, he's like six seven over here. You can't tell because he's sitting <laughs> I'm down. Pretty tall. He's yeah, super yeah, yeah. tall. Six seven. It's just that the camera compresses the legs. I was going to get a basketball scholarship, but yeah. yeah. So you know, my Tinder profile. I like to kind of. I like to be funny about things, but it's. I don't think Becca was there to hear this, so she's going to think less of me. Becca's like, how dare you? What I don't, I'm not even gonna read my profile. Like, let's talk about Tinder. What is Tinder? To me, Tinder is like. Let's talk about Tinder. Tinder is like you are sifting through a trash heap, <laughs> and you're also the trash in the trash heap. So you're calling yourself trash. I am, but like and I'm like who's on I'm trash. like that really that's good great. like like long john at the top. It's like barely been eaten. That's really still really good, and you can kind of eat me. So I'm like a good piece of trash. Like. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> You're like the thrown out Krispy Kremes, you yeah, know, when they throw like, it out in, in bundles, but yeah. it's super fresh. If somebody comes, a, comes up to that trash, they're like, I can eat that, you know? Like, that's who I'm trying to be on Tinder. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, do you have a Tinder? I You've used, been on Tinder. My dad's right there. <laughs> what was your Tinder profile? I Honestly, I don't remember. I had it for uh-huh. a few weeks. I went on... <laughs> I but went you got on, a date, though, I right? went on... Two Tinder dates. They both ended in jail. <laughs> they both ended in tragedy. That's big work for three weeks, honestly. On Tinder, that's good. I had a lot. Very of... impressive. Anyways, that's yeah, a... one of them was very nice, super nice guy. <laughs> he was an athlete, and he had Josh knows he had this like massive goose egg on his forehead, like all the time, and it was permanent. It was really it's, it sad. It was a birthmark. No, it was no? from an injury. Oh. He was like a professional soccer player or something. Did he get like smoked with a ball at 80 miles an hour or what? <laughs> or no. Baseball. Anyways, a sport. <laughs> he played one of the one of the sports the sports ball. He the, loved the sports the ball. The second Tinder date. Hopefully my dad isn't scarred by this. But <laughs> he's scarred he, right now. He was super cool. Super good looking, actually. One to ten, what was he? Well, don't you do it. Don't do it. Stop it. You're going to make us look like hypocrites. Stop Stop it. He was very good looking. So like an eight and a half. Um, Oh, you guys are making me laugh. Um, But he he must have took something in the bathroom. He was totally normal. He comes out and he's messed up. Uh, That's what happened. Like, he is... He's like yelling at girls. He's being not vulgar, but just weird. He dropped his food on the ground. <laughs> I was like sliding, like I was like just trying to get away. I, was like, I could use the bathroom. He didn't even notice I was gone. I was just getting as far away from this dude as possible. And I go and sit down. He finds me. I'm, I'm hoping that he just loses his mind and he forgets that I'm even his date. And the police come in. 
and they're like, you know, sir, we need to take you out because some girls contacted us and said you were acting crazy, that you, you were yelling at them, whatever. And I'm just like, oh my God. And there were some girls sitting behind me, they're like, is that your boyfriend? I was like, I don't even know this guy. <laughs> I was abducted by him. Oh my goodness. And so the, the cops, like, because he's, you know, it's like, no, I'm not going. And he's super aggressive, yelling at the police officers. So they take him out. I'm sitting in the theater. We were at a movie theater. And I hear screaming in the hallway. I'm thinking, this is about to, like, they're about to shoot this guy. Like, this is going to go viral. My date is going to get shot by the police officers. I hear them, like, slam him on the ground. I am not exaggerating. And these girls behind me are like, oh, my God, girls, that's your man. I was like, I don't know this guy. I do not know this guy. And the police officers come back in after they've taken him away. And they're like, ma'am, your boy, your boyfriend, <laughs> we had to take him away. I'm like, I don't know this guy. And I'm like, I just feel horrible. He's not my boyfriend. And so then they encouraged me not to date men like this. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I'm, a I'm a good Christian girl. And I try Tinder because my coworkers are married from a Tinder match. And I just tried it. Yeah, so that guy would have been, like, the real bad trash at the bottom of the <laughs> He was so yeah. bad. You dived in deep. Yeah, your dad. So I never had Tinder back there. again. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> cool. So, uh... <laughs> just like shoot, what was I gonna ask? Oh, so there's a lot of young girls. Not Some of them are in their 20s. Some are, like, grown women watching this. And... Slide my DMs, K1's 87. I'm kidding. <laughs> a lot of them no, are trying their hardest. Keep on failing. Some of them have messaged in. What am I doing wrong? What are girls doing wrong? What are the common mistakes? Well, I can't wait to hear this. Like, yeah, that was just... Nah, I, have, I feel like there's some guys that fall into the same category in life. They're getting older and they're like, why... I've asked several girls out, and none of them say yes. And it's part of that whole church community thing. I feel like some of these guys are going, they're kind of going out of their league in the sense that they're asking the girl out that everybody's asking out, except he is not putting out. So he's, and that sounds really mean, like, but the truth is, he's not working out. He's not being ambitious. He's not going, like, trying his hardest at everything in life. Instead, he's being super melancholy about everything, asking girls out who are successful, who are ambitious, who are pretty because they take care of themselves, they watch what they eat, they work out, they do all the right things, and yet he's not doing that. So he wants to go out with a girl who's like out of his league, like no, no way. And then the girl, at the same in the same sense, she's going to say no to every dude that comes at her who she thinks is she's out of their league. You know, and so she's waiting for the guy who's probably out of her league because he's actually trying really hard and everything. And then he sees someone that he thinks, oh, we're compatible. I'm going to go after you. But she says no to everybody else until that guy comes. And he's, you know, he's just doing his own thing. Right. So I feel like some of you, if you want, I'm not saying to lower your standards. Don't ever lower your standards, except higher your standards for yourself. Like you want, you want the girl who's like out of your league most likely, then freaking do something about it start to work out really hard start to do something extracurricular other than what you've been doing because that's not working for her and same thing for the girl you know you want you want the guy 
um, but you're not happy with yourself yet, and maybe he senses that. What do you? What can you do that will make you, for yourself, love you, love yourself more? That's what I think would be going on with that. Which I might get a lot of hate for that. No, so. I think you're. I mean, all you're all you're saying basically is you know just become a man of better value if you want to be with women of better value, and vice versa for women and men. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think just to kind of like to piggyback off of that. Um, you know, this is personal experience, I guess. Do you want that? Is that what you're looking for here? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe. Um, I think, like, communication is big, like, especially, you know, we've already banged away on social media. But, like, you know, I go into any female I'm interested in, I go into it thinking, you know, other guys are interested in this woman. So I have to kind of, like you were saying, I've got to make myself kind of stand out from these other guys. So... You know, I guess be real with a guy. Like, if if you're trying to, you know, be with a guy, pursue a guy, just be totally upfront with him. Don't make him guess or play any game. Just say, hey, look, this is what I'm looking for. I'm attracted to you. This is what I'm looking for. That is, like, my favorite thing. Like, when a girl comes to me with that, I'm like, okay, this is great. It totally takes the guesswork out of it. girls that I was talking about in the last podcast. Yeah, just be upfront with me. And, you know, if, if I come at you and I'm like, hey, you know, I'm interested, or I, and you're not, just tell me. Say, hey, you know, I'm not interested. It's not going to work. I'll say, okay, cool, and I'll move along. I think that guys and girls, we just all need to be totally, like, forthright with each other. Because you kind of know, like, I know if I'm going to be interested in a girl pretty quickly. And I think that most people know, you know, pretty quickly, like, yeah, I could be interested, I could not. So um, just shoot your shots. And if you, you don't score with one, one guy... Move to the next guy. Like you were saying, though, don't lower your standards. Um, if anything, build a more valuable, you know, personal profile for yourself. But, yeah, just communication. Just being forthright, forthcoming. That's my thing. Bring up a great point. Let's talk about the topic of girls not wanting to be mean, which really breaks down to they're not being honest with you and they're not telling you the truth because they think they're actually being nice. But actually they're just... You know, use different terms, use different words. Leading you on. Leading you on. <laughs> Lead me on, baby. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, it's just what I was saying. Don't lead me on. Like, be forthcoming with me. If we've been talking for a week or two and you don't like where it's going, just say, hey, I don't like where this is going. I, I don't want to do this anymore. Okay, that's fine. Like, I'm totally fine with that. Be real uh, with me. I feel like most cases, girls are... Uh, they lead guys on not because they're nice, just because they do like the attention. Mm-hmm. And that's why that, that method that it's I was like, talking about... Well, Victoria's perfect. Podcast, she doesn't do any of these things ever. Yeah, well, it happens plenty of times where the, where the girl is leading the guy on Ugh, because I she don't... likes the attention. As soon as the guy withdraws his attention... She's like, wait, where'd you go? Yep. Like, wh- how are you? Only like, what are you doing? And she like starts them. to text you. No, no, you don't realize you like them until after the, the attention was withdrawn. And so that's why she, that strategy works a lot because they do like the attention. And it's a dangerous game it's because guess what? They can get their like, attention stop. elsewhere. You're, that, it annoys stop. you, attention? No, it just... The game? But this... I mean, if the... If the we're talking I, I about a large scale of... Just talk to someone I don't want to talk ages. to is what I'm saying. Just for attention. Yeah. Just if I'm not interested, I'm not going to... I don't think they're, they're consciously doing it for attention. But they know this guy likes them because they're an attractive human or whatever, and they know that the guy's like, kind of like, hey, you want to go out for coffee? Oh, I can't this weekend, but blah, 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 blah. And you keep on leading them on. They're not like, oh, I'm going to lead this guy on. You Some know? girls are. 
So, yeah, some of them. Some girls are totally like, I'm going to leave him on because I love his attention. Those are the girls who like Instagram likes so much. Those are the mean Oh, those are the girls I'm going for. <laughs> the trashy girls on Tinder. The mean girls. So I want us to talk about sex before marriage now. Purity, holiness, righteousness, whatever you want to call it. Because we have two different perspectives here, and that's why I wanted them both on this podcast. We've got Kyle and Jonathan. They're going to disagree on this, I believe so. Um, but for those of you that have listened to the last couple episodes, you know that we're all for purity and waiting for marriage. And, um, we believe that that's the best way. That's God's way. Uh, we, we do not think anyone is perfect. Anyone could ever be perfect, but we do believe that you should have a standard of purity. Um, and, and we, we believe there are many, many reasons for that. But I want to hear you guys' opinion. Uh, who wants to start? You want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let the, we'll let the harlot get right into it. Okay. <laughs> um, you said something to me uh, when we met the other day when I asked your opinion on purity. Do you remember what that was? There's, you could rehash it for me. Do you remember something what it was? About- no, you remember. I made a horrible joke. I made some jokes, but I'm not going to make the jokes now. Okay, so, I, okay, I'm in my, in my 30s. I'm 32. I have engaged in some premarital sex in my day. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> but I have. He says in my day, like he's 50. I'm pretty old. Um, but I want your you opinion. Know, my opinion, I think that, you know, and I was raised here in Kentucky. Um, obviously, this is a very conservative area. Um, and they did teach abstinence in high school. Um, now I was, I did not have, I was, did not have sex in high school. I was trying, but I was extremely ugly and I couldn't get laid. Um, but that's beside the point. I think that abstinence is kind of fool's gold because when you're teaching younger adults and teenagers about abstinence, what, what do teenagers and young adults like to do just for the sake of doing it? They like to rebel. Um, so if you just basically tell kids, you know, and I, and I get it. I understand where you're coming from, and I think, honestly, we want the same thing probably. If you just tell kids, like, hey, if you have sex, you're impure, you're going to go to hell, it's wrong, they're going to do it. Because at that point, your hormones are crazy, they're racing, you're not thinking. Like, your brain is not even remotely developed enough mm-hmm. in your late teens and even early 20s. 25, 26 is when you begin to actually become fully developed as an adult, brain-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that just teaching just abstinence is very, I think it's a, it's a mistake. It has a good, like where you're going with it is good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it has a good, you're, you're trying to help kids not get STDs and not have unwanted pregnancies. You a, but you personally, personally, as a 32 year old man, the way you live your life now, yeah, um, what does that look like? I mean, well, what do you believe for yourself? You know, honestly, I have run the gamut, I guess, of sexual experiences, um, you know, I've had serious girlfriends. You know, obviously we weren't married, but we did have sex. Um, and I've gone through little periods where I, you know, would go to a bar and just bang a random girl. Is that, that normal met. for you? Like, not anymore. It's not, but it's normal for most—not most, but a lot of guys. That's what happens, you know. But I think at this point in my life, you know, I'm a little—I don't have as much sex now um, as I did in my twenties because 
I've kind of begun to see sex as kind of a more sacred thing. Your priorities um, change a lot with your age, too. Absolutely. Like in my um, later 20s, I don't view it the same way. You don't view it the same. Like, a lot of ancient cultures view sex in a very esoteric way, where they think, you know, it's a literal combining of energies between two people. Um, and, you know, personally, you do form an attachment with someone when you have sex with them. Whether it's a one-night stand, whether it's a relationship, whether it's just somebody you've been talking to for a little while, um, that attachment is there. Remember we said, when we were meeting the other day that you said that you were dating someone and the sex helped you forgive Yeah, absolutely. Like, personality. Yeah, a lot of us, we, yeah, we were in a, I was in a relationship with someone, um, pretty great girl, but as all relationships do, you know, they, they tend to go downhill. Um, a lot of guys have a tendency to... Forgive some things because That's you're getting why laid. you shouldn't do it. Well, if it's... you're with someone that you're not supposed to be with and you just continue to have sex, that sex is going to kind of cover things up and bring you back together. It can, but what I'm saying is like, you need to, you need to understand that if you're having sex, you need to understand the consequences of sex. And I didn't really understand the consequences of sex until I was a little older. Um, you know, when my girlfriends and I broke up, that attachment was stronger because we did have sex. So it was more difficult for me to move on. I feel like sex in the terms of appetite-wise is a lot like junk food. Like if you – first, it tastes great and it's amazing and it helps you cope with whatever you're going through at the moment. Mm -hmm. If it's hunger, if it's thirst. Um, but at, if you continue to do it, what you thought was, was, was a good diagnosis for helping you get through it will actually entrap you and become poison. Yeah. So the very sex itself becomes the poison that is ruining you and you're, that's something that you rely on. Yeah. I mean, you, you need know? to respect it for what it is and it's a very powerful thing. Um, I think the difference is, I think that we're all, you know, we all have agency. We're all free to do as we choose, but you know, you need to be thinking about the consequences, the consequences of sex. That's, that's what believe I believe. You that they should be able to have it before marriage. I believe that they're free to do what they want to do, but that doesn't mean that I believe they should be doing it. Um, unwanted pregnancies, STDs, attachments, uh, you can become addicted to sex. There are a lot of horrible things that can happen if you decide to go down that road and you don't think about it. So I'm just saying you are free to do this. But you need to understand the consequences that could arise if you do this. That's what I'm saying. I'm never going to tell anybody you can't do this. So our views aren't that different. They're not that different, but we're trying I mean, to get we're trying we're going at them from different angles. Like yeah. I just believe, and I don't have kids. Um, if I ever do have kids, I'm not going to teach them. You know, you have to be absent. I'm going to teach them what sex is, the consequences of sex, and hope that they can make an informed decision and a smart decision. And not engage in it before they're ready. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm not sitting here preaching, go out there and just yeah all day. I'm not doing yeah. that. Um, in my early 20s, I may have done that, but I was a much dumber man. So <laughs> I've learned and I've been through it. So yeah. So Jonathan, your opinion on sex before marriage? Just how do you feel about it? Yeah. So it, I think that in the church we get so much uh, preaching, preaching of abstinence, abstinence, abstinence. And that does totally create the desire to break it. You know, you're like, you know what, man, this is so much more attractive now that it's constantly being preached to me. And then you got, like we were talking about before, we got guys in the church who, who they are, they abstain from sex, but they're addicted to pornography. Mm -hmm. And then they start to watch things that are so bad that are not natural, even in the world's standards, it's mm -hmm. extremely taboo, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, 
I don't think that focusing on like my, for example, my dad, he recently preached an entire sermon series on, uh, on sex and on pornography and on like really taboo topics. And I'm like, if you emphasize, I would, I disagreed with him and I was like, Hey dad, I don't think you should really preach. He's like, well, yeah, your opinion. So I was like, all right, never mind. Um, but the thing is when you, when you are emphasizing so much about sex on the pulpit or as a message to kids in a high school, Mm -hmm. what are they going to be thinking about Mm -hmm. sex? You know, you are, you're the one focusing in on the very topic that you don't want them to engage in, right? And calling it like awareness. Mm -hmm. But the fact is the awareness, you're never going to make it unappetizing. Sex will always be one of the most primitive and strong things that we want want to do. Right. So to you're focusing in on that, you're going to focus them even more so on that they're already focused on. I think you need to focus on more, more, um, on principles that are, that are like just being a good person, loving people well, loving God, loving all these different things. And you shouldn't really focus on, oh, but you shouldn't have sex. You shouldn't have sex. Of course, that should be something addressed and mm-hmm. talked about, but not overemphasizing it as if like yeah. your goal in life is to get to the pulpit um, pure. Mm-hmm. Because if that's your goal in life, then you just – you really have a sorry life, man. Oh, I finally made it. I finally made it to uh, – not the pulpit, but the, um, the altar. I finally got to marriage as a virgin. Is that – like I have better accomplishments than that. That's not – my life doesn't involve my, my sexuality. Like that's not my, my main goals of my sexuality. Right. My identity right. isn't my sexuality. That's one of the biggest things that we think today. Oh, what I like sexually, that's completely who I am. Not at all. That's not true. Yeah, I'm a I'm an individual person that I like to do a lot of different things, and I, I don't build my life around what I like sexually. So I do believe in, in not I don't believe it's right to have sex outside of marriage. Uh, I think that's fornication. I think the Bible addresses that pretty clearly, and I also think that if society simply implemented the principles that are in the Bible, it would help society so much. You wouldn't have STDs if you simply did what the Bible said. You wouldn't have a bunch of orphans if you did what the Bible said. You wouldn't have it would fix so many social problems we have if people would listen to what the Bible says in regards to the sexuality. So Yeah, that's good. That's really good. Any opinions on that? Oh no, I mean honestly, like I'm I think that you guys probably thought that we were gonna super disagree here, but like That's good. Aside from, you know, like I again, I'm not religious, I'm more spiritual. I'm you know, personally for me, like looking for if I ever get married in a wife, you know, I'm not going to care at all whether she's a virgin or she's been with five guys or ten guys. Yeah. And I feel like you're probably the same. Yeah. I think it's a personal decision um, that obviously I'm going to respect. If I'm interested in a girl and she's, oh, well, I'm waiting till marriage, I'm not going to push my belief on her. I, I'm going to respect that. Um, if I can't do that, I don't need to be with a woman like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that... In, the, in an ideal world where we didn't have primitive urges, all of that stuff, yeah, we would – no STDs, no unwanted pregnancies. There was education everywhere, but it's not an ideal world, and you know that. Everyone, right. everyone here knows that. There's yeah, a lot yeah, of girls yeah. that, that, <laughs> that want to know because they're, they're scared to tell the guys that they're with that they are waiting or they don't want to do this certain thing. Yeah, I think that if Talk you're... Talk to those girls and... If you're scared, honestly, and again, I'm coming from a different point. If, if if the guy respects you and the guy's a decent guy, he's going to respect that 
fact about you. If he doesn't respect that, run away. That dude sucks, period. Slap that guy's hand off your leg. Yeah, get him away. He's trying to get to second base. You shouldn't even let him get to first. <laughs> no, honestly, when I have a... All right, so not... I have a history, right? I'm 29. I've been around the block. But, like, if I respect the girl on a much deeper level, then I create my own boundaries naturally. You know, like, if you're making out on a couch, your hands are like, ooh, you know, I'm not, not going to do nothing because, you know, I respect her. But if it's... The less you respect her then the more, the more freedom you're going to feel physically. And that's a big sign. You know, if he goes straight for the punch and he's doing all kinds of stuff right away, he doesn't respect you. There's no way. Yeah. The girls that I'm like actually have deep, deep emotions for, there's so many, like, like I don't want to offend her. I don't want her to think the wrong thing. Like I want her to understand that I like her on a spiritual, deeper level. So yeah, that's good. Because you need to you need to differentiate between guys who respect you and guys who are just trying to use you. That's a huge thing. And sometimes it's hard to see because guys can be terrible. And us <laughs> we girls, can camouflage our intentions. Us girls sometimes because we are females and we like aggression, we like to be pursued. That can get messy if they're sexual right away. We can get attached real quick and we mix that up. Like, that's, that's not good aggression, like what they're saying. They're not respecting you. They're probably doing that with other females. Mm -hmm. You think you're the only one. You think, you know, that you're wanted or, that, you know, they think you're so sexy or whatever. But really, they don't respect you, right? No. So, I mean, that's happened to me before. And then if you ask them and you set a boundary and they don't want to respect that boundary, that's even more evidence that... They don't respect Every you. single time a dude has been like crazy sexual super quick, I find out he has a bunch of girls. Like he's a liar. He's a player. Like some crazy player, stories. Player. So girls, if, if you're being pressured, if you don't even hardly know the guy and he's trying to do stuff, he's not a good guy. He just wants that and you need to get rid of him. Sure. Wait yeah, for somebody sand. that's actually going to get to know you and do it the right way. Marriage. Marriage. Marriage away. Or Wait just for get to wifey know you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sitting too close to Kyle. <laughs> You're not my type, Victoria. Don't worry. Oh, well, really? Yeah. I just did that for the, the, the camera yeah. thing there. So do you agree? I mean, do you think that people have types? Yeah, absolutely. I think you you mentioned this earlier at lunch. At a subconscious level, we all have types. Like we like what we like. I mean, I think that's absolutely we have types. You can you can get around it and try to second guess it, but I'm a big believer in like your gut instinct. Yeah, and like what your subconscious is telling you. Questions? I haven't looked. That that to me just. And it may sound like I'm a I feel like people who, idiot, who try to fight the type thing is because they're insecure that the person they like, they're not the type of that person. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with But you. the truth is, like, you do, you are going to like what you like. Your type is Asian, right? You like, you, you love them. Yeah. I, I have a good... Marquis likes the Asians. I have good stuff to, to bring into the, the type um, topic. Because I think this gets misconfused for... It gets confused for people personally when... They think that they have a type, and that type that they've had previously turned out to always be bad. So they started looking for a completely, complete opposite type, hmm. which hmm. I don't think is really necessarily the key there. I think, like Tori says, there's 
there's a good aggression. There's good, good aggression. fire. There's good Yeah, I mean, I used motivation. to say the, the kind of bad boys that I liked, like, I just want them to be saved. Like, like the same type of personality. I'm probably still going to like the same type. They just need to love Jesus, and we need to be going down the same path. Hmm. Same as a gun. It could be a weapon, or it could be defense. I think if you start to go against your instinctual types, you're overthinking it. And I think when you overthink things such as love, I think that that's, that's more harmful than it is good, personally. That's I so think right. people take yeah. types too seriously too sometimes, yeah, though. So, like, I mean, I like Asian dudes, okay, yes. But I'm not against white dudes or Mexican dudes. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, I'm not dating you because you are a Mexican. Like, no, right. I have a yeah, preference. I, I prefer Asian dudes, <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I won't date a black dude. I prefer blonde dude. women who are going to just destroy my life. Um, but if you're an exotic, dark-haired woman and you would like to destroy my life, I'm here for it. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, people just take types yeah. way too seriously. Well, it's because like, we create these boxes, and if you don't fit in it, then automatically you discount it. Yeah. But, and I think it's social media, the dating apps. We have everything at our fingertips. Like, if I don't like him, I can go find someone instant else. Instant gratification, that's and what we look for. It's so toxic. Like, like our parents didn't have this world they met each other because they were in the same world. You know, we talked about this last week. Like, I, I think about the 90s because I was alive in the 90s. You know, I guess we all, you weren't kind of. Well, you were, but you were 95. a tiny child. But <laughs> in the 90s, you know, before cell phones, social media, all that stuff. You had to like, call the person. Yeah, you had to call the person's house. And if they didn't answer, you just left a message. I and remember that was when it. guys called my house and they asked my dad if they could talk to me. I mean... Yep. Oh, guys didn't really do that with me. Never mind. But, but, but it's just... Like, guys do not do that. They like, used to write letters, though. 15-year-old dudes right now are not. Well, no, because they have access with their phone 24-7. And it's so horrible because, like, you know, and this is personally me. Like, if I'm, you know, interested in a girl and we're having some good communication, talking, whatever, um, and not even dating yet, like... And maybe she doesn't answer my text or my snap within a set amount of time. I'm like... What's going on? Oh, God, has she been on Instagram? So I see if she's been on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Or I'll go, has she been on Facebook? So I'll get on Facebook Messenger and see when she was active last. And, like, that whole thing. It was driving nuts. That's a product. I've, you know, I've had some poor relationships, and that's more of a product of that. But that's a thing now. And, like, in the 90s, that wasn't a thing. You right. just called somebody's there's, house. There's so much more to deal with now. Yeah. Because of all of these platforms of communication. They can all lead to a lot of, like, anxiety. And it's just not good. That's why I think the healthiest thing is to be happy with who you are. And if you're not happy with who you are, then you have some things to fix about yourself and about the way you view yourself. It might not be anything's wrong with you, but the thing that is wrong with you is how you view yourself. Yeah. So how can you change that? How can you be happy without dating someone? And then when you get there, you'll probably find someone. Yeah. When you get to the point of, I'm totally happy by myself, on my own. That's and then all of a sudden, this somebody. person comes in your life. You're like, I don't need you. Yeah. But you're kind of cool. All right, let's, let's see where this goes. Yeah, be, and then yeah. boom. You know. people, big... people always say, I want him to complete me or I want her to complete me. That doesn't work. You have to be complete. Yes. You have to be whole to have a healthy relationship with someone else. Like, if, if I'm broken, how can I help her get better? Like, I'm broken. I'm hurting. How can I help her not hurt? I'm hurting. So I can only help her if I'm okay and, and I'm healed or whatever. 
If, I, if I'm still like dragging around all my baggage and all my past relationships or I'm insecure because this dude's not responding or whatever, I, I can't be in a healthy relationship. We need to be fulfilled. And the only thing that can fulfill us is Jesus. It's he he like, is the only one. Sorry. It's kind of like the in the military they teach us, if you get blown up or you get shot or something, the first, and it's ever, there's other people who are wounded, you have to treat yourself first because you could bleed out. Right. right? So you got to put on a tourniquet as tight as you can and then, you know, what, do whatever you got to do. And then you can go put on the tourniquet on the other guy who's probably in worse shape than you. But yeah. until you actually treat yourself, it's stupid to try to help other people. Right. Even the You're airplanes tell us that. They're like, instead of putting a mask on someone else, put yours on first and then help the child beside you. You know, because... <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good, like, airplane voice. <laughs> very good. Thank you. I've been on quite a few of Nice. I think, I mean, just to piggyback, like what you guys said, like two healthy people can have a healthy relationship. One healthy person and one unhealthy person cannot. Two unhealthy people, not happening. And then to go back to the sex thing, when two unhealthy people are having sex and you're procreating accidentally, you know, and then what happens? That kid grows up in a terrible environment and I don't know, just... Mm -hmm. It's a it's a it's a spiraling thing, and it happens all day in our society. It's not good. And I'm also not saying that you should wait until you're perfect until you pursue a relationship because that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. I just think just simply be happy, be content with where you are with your life, mm. and you don't have to be making a certain amount of money, or you don't have to have all these things in a row. Like, yeah. Just be happy. I think more than being yeah happy, but be healthy. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you know you're not you know, happiness could be serotonin levels being yeah, balanced out. But if you're healthy and you know it and you're good to go, mm-hmm. and the other person that comes in your life is an addition, not a subtraction. Yeah. Because here's the thing: we'll get into these relationships that are subtracting from us, yes. and so the person is just taking your energy, taking your time, years of you, your life. Yeah, and you feel it. You feel drained. They're draining you. So, if but when you're with someone who's an addition and they help you be better, I think that is what that is what you want to look for. Yeah, seriously, yes. Yeah, you can get legit synergy that way. I mean, personally, like I'm not in a spot where I can have a healthy relationship right now, so I'm not looking for it. You know, and I, you have to have a level of maturity to admit that and build yourself up to so you can get to that point. Um, but most, so you're 32 years old. When do you I'm think you're going to get there? I don't know. I may never get there, but I'm going to try. Mid-30s <laughs> is the normal age you know. nowadays. For yeah, me. yeah, things are a little different nowadays. Why do you guys think we're getting married older? Options. We have options, um, yeah, like we've been talking about, but like it's not as, it's I not a social... Think people are having sex, they're doing whatever they want to do, they're living together. Why would you want to get married? I mean, really. Well, like the social norm back in the day, like when our parents were... Tax cuts. Well, yeah, you could get a job right out of high school. You didn't even have to go to, to college. You could have a two-story house. You could provide for a family pretty much immediately. That's not the way it is today, so that's one of the things. Okay. It's just not... It used to be like, if you were over the age of 25, oh my God, you don't have any kids? Are There's you kidding so me? many females, the guy won't marry them. This is like a pet peeve of mine. Because they're... They're already being a wife. Like, they're giving out sexually. They're taking care of the home. I think those they may dudes have kids. are terrible dudes, personally. I, I do as well. Nice. 
Unless they went into the relationship and the guy said, I don't believe in marriage. Why do people live together and 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 they're sleeping together, you know, like, like they're having meals together. It's it's just like they're married. Why would you get married? What is special about it? Then they invite it's everybody. It has to do with government and taxes and stuff like that. <laughs> but the wedding is like just as special as anyone else. Well, they're inviting everyone. We got to pretend like y'all haven't been living together for years. We got to pretend like this is like the first night you're going to have sex. And, oh, I mean, it's still cool. Is. Like they're still like dedicating their lives to one another. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. after they've that's already been dedicated the sanctity to sanctity of marriage. marriage. Yeah. That's why it's so important to um, and like the whole marriage thing is from God mm-hmm. and that's from people who believe in that kind of a covenant and they, it, they're making covenant before God. Mm-hmm. So without the fear of the Lord, you're going to have no understanding about what's coming. you like with what it's like to be Christ, like treating your wife as Christ treats the church. Like all those standards that makes love beautiful mm-hmm. is, is not, it's not seen as an authority anymore in America. And that could be one of the big issues that we have, um, like with the whole marriage thing in the States today. Like St. Valentine's, um, his whole story is crazy because he was executed by by the Romans for marrying people in the Christian covenant. You know, That's how powerful the Christian covenant is before God as marriage. Mm-hmm. That the most powerful country ever known to man in that time... Was like we got to take all this out. This is too much of a of a threat to our type of patriarchy, hierarchy, whatever it was. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I just I guess I just don't understand someone that doesn't believe in God or they're not Christians. Why? Why get married? Yeah, that's my point. Well, like, why? hey, I'm a, I can be an authority. I do believe in God, FYI. But. <laughs> Um, you know, and we talked about this a little bit. I just, I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Like, hey, this is my wife. I'm her husband. So it's just Sweet. a title. To it's you? not just a title. Obviously, like I have always maintained that if I ever get married, I will never get a divorce. I don't care what happens. Um, it's not just a title. It's just a bond between two people to me. And I was raised in the church, so yeah, I believe. And when it's I say just what you do. Uh, it's, I don't, no, because then it's just seen as a formality and you're not going to take it seriously. I think that if you love another person and you decide, hey, I want to dedicate my life to this person, they want to dedicate it to you, and you want to live life together, that's the next to me. Like, that's the step you take. You know? Like, that's just there's a lot of people, And it's healthy. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a very healthy thing. There's yeah. a lot of people our age that they don't value marriage at all. Yeah, there's a lot of people who are older than us that don't value marriage and divorce and cheat on their spouses. Like, too. They, they think <laughs> you know? that. It's old timey, you know. Women, uh, or they, or they feel like marriage is just control of the other person. I have a friend that says these types of things to me. Yeah, and you know why that is? Because they've probably seen horrible marriages when they were younger, and they've been through trauma, and they don't want to be controlled by a, sh- a shitty guy. Pardon my French. Like a lot of guys are horrible, <laughs> and like yeah. they just want to control and that's what they see marriage as and it's yeah. garbage yeah. and i'm sure women could do the same but like yeah i have a friend that says well why would you want to you know be controlled by someone for the rest of your life that's what he thinks marriage is yeah and i mean in my opinion they've just seen some horrible things and that's probably why they feel that way but, yeah. but marriage honestly if we were to do marriage right as society it would be a hundred times better for every type of uh, humanitarian crisis that we have today. Mm-hmm. Look at these countries that, like, there's tons of orphans, there's tons of kids on the street, there's tons of poverty. Like, it, 
if we would just stick to marriage, like society in general, and it's not like every, free for all, everybody have sex with whoever you want. Think about all the problems that's caused. Think about all the kids in the orphanages that we have. Mm-hmm. Think about all the STDs. Think about all the people dying right yeah. now of STDs. Think, uh, We're I mean, not animals. We weren't meant to live like animals. Right. So I think that marriage is just healthy. It's not about control. It is about self-control. See, if, if, and I'm a guy who I hate to be controlled. I'm afraid to be controlled. It's not, it's like not my thing. But I understand the incredible importance of self-control to be a healthy individual. Mm-hmm. Because if you're, you're ever going to get to that state of health. <laughs> um, <laughs> dog, <laughs> anti-marriage dogs. You Statistics are really bad for those people who think that they should live with their boyfriend before they get married, because typically they end in um, they separate. They don't get married. No, yeah, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's not healthy, clearly. Show them, yeah, show them the statistics. Like I said, I've been there before, and it did not end well for me. <laughs> and, anecdotal statistics. Yeah, and I mean, we just I I am a statistic, but like we just <laughs> and, and like you said, like can't like. I shouldn't say her name. You can, you can like, it out. Ken from Grinders. Yeah, Ken from Grinders. <laughs> oh, I, I just added the Kindle. But like, yeah. you know, we were together for, I guess, two years before we moved in together. And, did I say her name again? We can bleep it. <sighs> I miss her some days. <laughs> Definitely yeah. bleep it. Anyways, can, can I take a rose to her? Please? <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but like, it was, it had been two years and we moved in together and like, we had no issues, and then we moved in together, and we started having issues. Um, we weren't ready for it. Um, I will probably never live with another woman that I'm not married to again. Not because I believe that it's a horrible thing or a sinful thing, just because I've done it, and it was not the right thing to do. So That's the wow. difference of marriage and moving in with someone, though. Had you been married, you'd be like, well, this sucks, so well, we got to make it better. Yeah, we got to work it out. Got, yeah, exactly. you got to work it out. You're just not like, bye. Yeah, and, and yeah, I mean. So what do, you, what do we say to the people who's like, why can't I? well, see, that's why I needed to know, because I didn't. What if I married someone and then I lived with them and realized, oh my God, we're terrible. Good luck in finding a perfect person, I would say. Because that person's not going to exist. 
Like you will always find a reason to not be with that person if you're not married. As soon as you're married, it's kind of like, well, now I have to figure out how to be better and how this person can be better and make this relationship work. Because there's going to be those things. I don't think you're ever going to find a perfect relationship because you won't find a perfect person and you'll never be perfect. And you're never going to be happy every single day. But if you're married... You've made those vows. I mean, of course, none of us are married. Yeah, none of us are married. Well, the unfortunate thing is... We don't know what it's like to be married at all. Well, I'm going to ask you something, okay? When... This is the society we live in, that meme. Society. But let me ask you something. If you have a TV and it breaks, what do you do? Throw it away. Just buy a new TV, right? You don't fix it. You see where I was going with this. You just buy a new TV. You just buy a new TV. That's the society we live in now. It's It's just... You know, it's easy to just swap it out and try something new. You don't Which fix things anymore. It's that, terrible. That's not how you should do it. You, that's, that's why doing things the way that God has set them up is the healthiest way, Kyle. Yeah. So if you... <laughs> yes, Victoria. <laughs> if you would... We agree with each other right now. The, the Bible and the principles that God has set in place, it re, I mean... I'm not married, so I don't know, but I'm hoping that it's going to be very fulfilling and the easiest way, not, not that it's going to be easy at all, it's not going to be perfect, but it will be easier than me trying to do it my own way. It has to do with value. Sorry, were you? Yeah. Sorry. Because I get what you're saying. We are in a society where we throw things away because we don't value anything because everything's easily accessible. But if something in your house is broken, that's when you do fix it. You know, yeah. because your house is so much more valuable than a TV. If your car that is like it's like sixty-seven Mustang or something, something breaks, you you're respect going to... your house and your car, right? Yeah. So marriage, you need to respect it above all things. You know, above anything material, mm-hmm. above all of it. So that's why it's like you have to fix it. Yep. There's no getting something new. But yeah. unfortunately, we do we value it so much less than we should now, and we do view it as a TV. We do view it as an uh, Xbox like that I run, would, you know, I wouldn't I, value yes. marriage the way I should if I lived with the guy, if I was sleeping with the guy. I, I don't think I would value it, honestly, as much as I should. Marriage? After, yeah. you, after you live with yeah, him? Yeah, if I've been with this guy, we're sleeping together, we're living together, and then we get married... I. I think that uh, you're probably going to disagree with me, but I think that if you're in love with that person, I don't think any of that's going to matter. I, I think that it's just uh, marriage is going to be. This is for me. It's just a kind of an evolution of that love is what it is for me. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not going to be thinking about that um, personally, but it's okay if you do. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just talking about the process. Like, I definitely think you can be in love and live with them, sleep with them, whatever, um, and stay in love after you get married. Yeah, but. The blessing on marriage and how God set it up is what I'm talking about. And what happens when you get married, of course I'm not married. Josh told us not to talk so much about married stuff, but we're all trying to get there, right? Um, And what Rebecca has told us in the past is, you know, she was with Derek for four years. They broke up a couple times. Things were rocky, but they decided that they would do their lives together and that they were going to go on the same path. And she said that during that ceremony and when they were prayed over and and they did it the right way, the way that God, you know, set up and they made that promise with God and with each other, she said it was like this blessing and something that she couldn't even explain. And I feel like when we do things God's, when 
When we do things the way God has set them up, there is a supernatural blessing on that. And we're trying to do things our own way. We will not be blessed. We will not be fulfilled because none of that stuff really fills us up anyway. <laughs> right, but in a lot of those cases, people do do it correctly, and then they wind up getting divorced later because they just totally blow it. And then what? Divorce sucks, and they shouldn't be getting divorced. But they, they went your way. And it's still crashed. Yeah, it doesn't burn. mean that it it's, can crash and it burn either way. It does not mean it's going to be perfect. Definitely not. Yeah. Two ways to skin a cat. You should never skin cats, though. But figuratively speaking, two ways to skin cats. All right, so we're going to close this episode up, don't you think, guys? See, I'm going to do a back double biceps pose. I'm kidding. <laughs> do you believe there's the one? Uh. Oh, jeez. We're supposed to close this up here? I, you know, I want to believe there's the one because it helps me sleep at night. And when I'm lonely, I can say, you know what? I'm going to meet the one someday. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I don't know at this point in my life. You it, don't know. Had you asked me 10 years ago, I would have said yes. But sometimes inevitabilities don't – they're not inevitabilities anymore. So be positive. Someone else. Do you believe there is the one? No. I believe that we all have a destiny. The one, as we talked about earlier, is Jesus. And we need to figure out how to do our relationship well with him. Mm -hmm. And then he's going to take care of us. If it's to bring this special someone in our lives, cool. If it's not, cool. You know, like, I'll be fine. And that's, if you view things that way, I think that will help you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're so lonely and unfulfilled with yourself, you know, that's kind of a crappy way to live. Yeah. I just want to add that Neo is the one from The Matrix. Great movies. He is the one. I'm kidding. But it's a good... Yeah, it's continue. A <laughs> yeah, so we, we got so many questions, and I'm so sorry that we didn't get to all of your questions. I feel like we hit a lot of good stuff. Uh, what do men really want? Go quick. Uh, loyalty, honesty. Uh, we want you to respect us, and we're going to respect you too. We want you to be up front with us. Loyalty, honesty. What do men really want? Uh, sure. Loyalty, honesty is good. You didn't say that earlier. Well, <laughs> we got you. How, how can physically? you tell if a guy is a player? How can you tell if a guy is a player? You I'm talking about your dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they slide into your DMs about your dog. Um, that's tough. Joke. Um, like we you touched on earlier, if you meet and he's immediately going straight for the jugular with sex, probably yeah. a player. What would you think? I know that guy's a player. He wears too much leather. That's good, too. Yeah. <laughs> too much leather, ladies. Stay away from those And guys. vice versa for the girls. Too many yoga pants. Oh, I love yoga pants. I love them, too. God. I know. I know oh, right away. Oh, like, Ooh, she's thirsty. No, oh, man, I love a good pair of yoga pants. Yoga pants no, no, no. Yoga. We wear our yoga pants every day. We wear our yoga pants to yoga. To be comfy. Yeah, are if you wear your yoga pants. Leggings? If a girl wears yoga pants, her the ones that right. Instagram, she's I'm all she's for yoga pants. All right, I was just, I was kidding. You can be less loyal if you wear a loyal, I'm kidding. You, you need to be loyal, even if you wear yoga pants. <laughs> but it's understandable if you're not. But I get it if you're not. All right, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I'm going to let it slide. Just kidding. Next. <laughs> we have so many questions, but we can't get to all of them. Thank you guys so much for being on the Good Girl Podcast. Kyle, Jonathan, of course, Marquia. Thank you so much. Jesus. We hope that we answered some of your questions. We hope that we made some sense. We don't have all the answers. 
or just having a conversation and having a whole lot of fun. We love you guys. Go follow Good Girl Podcast on Instagram at Good Girl Podcast. Yeah. Got that club. Hey, what's 87? Kidding. We love you guys.